Hey y'all, I'm Kendallin. And I'm Brandy. And you're now tuned in to God and Lemonade. Hey y'all, we would love to connect with you. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at God and Lemonade and send your questions to details at GodandLemonade.com. Now let's get to the show. Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. How you been, Brand? Good. How about you? Um, fabulous. Feeling great. Right. Feeling this weather is amazing. What? It is. It's fall. Ish. No. I bought a sweater, weather, candle. So maybe it is fall. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all out there. How y'all doing? Y'all had a great week. Is the Lord good to you? We hope so. Amen. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, today I am super excited. We have a special guest in the building. Whoop, whoop. We haven't had a special guest in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So although I know you guys love us, I think you're going to love our guests. Yeah. So let's get straight to it. Today we have with us Ramaya. Hi, Ramaya. Hey, girl. <laughs> so Ramaya is uh, a digital media consultant. Kinda, is that kind of? Kind of, sort of. Okay. So um, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's in the neighborhood of branding, um, creating websites, uh, all things sales, you know, so he's just really trying to get your life together for those of you out there who want to create a brand. Um, you having a good day? I'm having a really good day. <laughs> I'm having a good day. We 100% appreciate you for being here. Yes, thank you for coming. <laughs> so let's get straight into it. Uh, before we talk about what you do, because that's what today is about, uh, let's talk about who you are. Okay. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. And then more specifically, as our tagline says, God is in the details. So how has God been in your details? Okay. So do I have about three to four to five minutes to yeah. tell you? Um, yeah, you know, do what you got to do. <laughs> okay. So so I'll start. I'll start with, uh, I'll start where I normally start. I, I come from a very long lineage of entrepreneurs. Um, my Both my grandparents, my grandmother, my grand, both my grandfathers are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad are entrepreneurs. So it's kind of like in my blood. Um, but like how I got to where I am right now in the digital world, is kind of interesting. And, um, when you ask how has God been in the details, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy when I think about it. So like I started off eight years old, my mom bought me an Apple computer. It okay. was like the, it was like the Macintosh or Apple two or something <laughs> yeah, like that. I, came, yeah. I was eight years old. Though, <laughs> right. And I remember that, um, I had to type in this code to play the games. Like, you can't just go hit start and enter. It was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. hit one for enter and then push yeah. this code in to do this. And if y'all had computers, I remember younger, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get one until I was <laughs> a teen. Okay. I'm sitting amongst blessed people. This Let's is continue. Like 1988. So, I'm right, kind of telling my age now. a little bit. Okay. This is like 1988. <laughs> so, I'm into computers. And as I got a little older, you know, they came out with different things and I remember playing with paint and so I used to always be in paint creating designs mm-hmm. and we didn't have social media or Facebook right. or nothing back then so Hallelujah. we were just doing it for fun you know? right but I was creating these different logos and I had a company 
a company um, <laughs> called Trash Speaking Music. Speaking to existence right? when you're younger, right? <laughs> it, it was called Trash Music because I did music, which I still play music. And mm-hmm. I created my little logo and paint and stuff like this. Oh, and so okay. I know I'm interested in computers or whatever. And I'm going either further, graduated through high school. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. Who knows what they want to go to college for when you're in high school? Nobody. Like, <laughs> I had no clue. So my aunt says... Ramaya, you should go into computer science because computer programmers make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The purpose for me was go to college, get a job, make a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. If, if they making a lot of money, I'll do it. So I went into computer science. Um, it wasn't really a passion or a desire, but I, I was interested in computers or whatever. Long story short, get to sophomore year and I failed the first computer science class. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was nobody hit me on the whole drop a class before, you yeah, know, a certain yeah. time. So I took the F. Like I failed computer science. Was this an all effort F? Like you were trying. This was trying? An all effort. I was trying. Okay. Like I thought I was programming right. Like I was writing my little code and stuff, uh-huh. but it just it, it didn't work. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, so um Needless to say, computer science was not for me. Mm-hmm. So I switched majors to something that I, all of my credits could transfer over to because I was like, I'm not about to start over. So what can my credits transfer over to? And it was a major called Information Systems and Decision Science, ISDS. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to LSU, by the way. Little plug to LSU. And <laughs> it, and I'll back and I'll back and I'll back up like to show you how God is in the, in the details. Yeah. All my life, I was going to Southern University. Wow. I, was, I was in the drum line at my high school and all my life I was going to be a snare drummer at Southern University uh-huh. until junior year in high school they switched me from snare drums to quads which are like the little four drums mm-hmm. or whatever what really, high school you went to that I day? went to Walker High School oh, don't talk about it wait a minute wait hold on Okay. So we so we went we went to uh we went to a drumline camp or whatever at LSU and the band director at the time well he was an assistant band director Roy King he was like I like you you're good we want you at LSU so he planted the seed and redirected my trajectory no longer was I Southern bound I was now LSU bound okay so that's how I got to LSU so, okay but God is in the details he and is. we're talking about this yes um so now I switch my major. In this major, I had to take a class, a HTML class, where I built my first website mm-hmm. for my church. It was horrible. It was like <laughs> black backgrounds with red writing. Can you imagine that? Like how for hard that was to look at. I thought it was dope, but right. it was but it was horrible. Wait, what did the client say? Well, the client it was free. And it was and it was it was 2000 you know right. so like websites just came out for real for real but uh it was a blessing to just have a website mm-hmm. you know but it but it sucked but anyway i liked it and i i started doing it for a hobby and that's kind of how i fell into like doing the whole building websites never thought about making money never thought about doing it for a business just mm-hmm. did it for a hobby mm-hmm. so this is 2000 and then i graduated in isds guess what i couldn't get a job in in the, in the computer field. Right. I couldn't I get a job in that field. So I, I landed a job in sales and marketing. Okay. And that's kind of like how the sales, I developed my sales skills, developed my marketing skills for like seven to eight years. And then later on, um, a friend of mine needed a website built for his wife for an organization. 
and they paid me like three hundred dollars for it, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can make money doing this, right? And that that's kind of where it started. I put together a website package. And I went out and sold close two deals on the first time, my first day out. Wow. And that's how this whole web design marketing business started. Wow. Yeah. Did, did you quit your full-time job? Not, even, not, not initially, I didn't. Okay. Not initially, but that's further along. That's further yeah, along. We'll, 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 we may get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. But that's how, that's how God kind of directed my path mm-hmm. and there's a whole lot more to the story yeah but like he literally placed me in different places and he changed my path and put me on a different you know trajectory mm-hmm. to get me where i am right now and i think that's the word right there right. be flexible right because a lot of times we do have our own plan mm-hmm. and it's just like god is like nope i want to send you here so instead of going kicking and screaming you just go with open arms mm-hmm. like okay right. lord Absolutely. whatever you say um especially if you know it's god so right that's awesome I don't know if you know our story, but we were kicking and screaming uh, <laughs> about God and Lemonade. Well, mm-hmm. Kendallin was, I was just like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so she was at the LSU Lakes walking and she wanted to do something different. And the idea came to do a podcast. And she was like, okay. No, not really. Not a podcast. Well, I was like, not me. <laughs> I was like, do you know me? Like, I, I love people, mm-hmm. but a part of me is really private, but a part of me is very open. I have a very interesting personality. So, I was just, <laughs> but putting yourself on this stage, you know, is yeah. like interesting. So, anyway, yeah. yeah. Just do what he says. Right. Yes, yeah, so he kept bringing it back. We were running from it, but yeah. kept putting it kept putting it in front yeah. of us, and we finally... Y'all doing Where a great job with it though. We like, appreciate you. Y'all both have the voice for it, and it oh. like, it, it fits. <laughs> yeah. I, I listen. I listen to it all the time. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, so now that we know how Jesus, our Christ and Savior, no, um, <laughs> has been all up in it, and we know who you are a little bit about who you are. Now, explain to us what it is that you do. Okay, so what I actually do, mm-hmm. um, I call myself a digital business consultant mm-hmm. um, slash web designer. So what I really do is we we build freaking amazing websites and through those websites we help our clients to either get more leads or get more customers or like if it's a church we help them attract more people to the to mm. the church or the mm-hmm. ministry. We just help you to attract, you know, the audience that you're trying to attract and then we help you to capture or collect like their information for if, if it's a lead mm-hmm. we help you to capture the information so that you can reach out to them and then when you get to the sales part you're kind of on your own but we can we give you some coaching and some tips on that mm-hmm. but we do the first little part of there's a every business does four things it's it's attract um cultivate that's the sales and then deliver whatever it is they're delivering and collect the money. So we help you do the front end of that, attract the customers and collect, you know, cultivate them. Okay. That's pretty awesome. So I was listening to um, one of your YouTube videos mm-hmm. and you were talking about how both sides of your family had entrepreneurs. And so that definitely inspired you growing up. Mm-hmm. And so you talked a little bit about that here, just a little bit. But what was that like? seeing them daily because we've talked about before and both of us work in education so we know how important it is for kids to see things every day Mm -hmm. um so what was that like seeing that how did that really push you did it not push you until later did you always think oh i'm going into business or gotcha what was that like because when i was i went to school for business Mm -hmm. marketing and management 
clearly I don't do that. But I used to <laughs> I used to sit in front of the TV and I was like, uh, I wanted to do commercials, which is more advertising, but that's a whole other story. Um, but everybody wants to do business. You know, that's like one of the most, or if not the most popular major. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to start a business. So yeah. how did their influence help you? And then how did you kind of come into your own? It's a weird dynamic because... Yeah. So, so my dad, my mom and my dad were, they were not together. Mm-hmm. They, they were married when I was, when I came into the world, but I don't remember them as husband and wife. So yeah. by the time <laughs> I was of age, they were not together. So my dad was on one end, mm-hmm. heavy, heavy in the entrepreneurship, like starting this business. I'm selling this. He used yeah. to sell like the aloe vera stuff. Like he did all mm-hmm. kinds of things, but he also had a studio and he did music. Mm-hmm. My mom on the other end, who is now an entrepreneur she wasn't an entrepreneur then she was in education Mm -hmm. and so she graduated from southern you know and all that stuff she she had the whole go to school get a job yeah be be stable in your career she still works and she does her business on the side my dad is still an entrepreneur and has a side job so so it's kind (laughs) of like growing up i saw both ends but I lived with my mom, so that end kind of stuck with me the whole I followed the plan of going to school mm-hmm. and getting a job. But it was something inside of me that was like, man, I'm so tired of sitting up in these people's bank all day. Like, <laughs> yeah. let me out of here. Mm-hmm. Or or just going sit up in the office. And I finally landed a job where I was doing outside sales. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this feels right because... Mm-hmm. I don't have to be in the office all day. I can be out and about. Mm. You know, as, as, if, as long as I've reached my quota, if I hit my quota by Wednesday, guess who not looking for me the rest of the week? Mm-hmm. They, all they care is about <laughs> the numbers. Right. And so I had both ends of the of the dynamic, mm-hmm. but it was in me. I never liked the corporate world. I, I, I get itchy sitting <laughs> in yeah. one place at one time. Yeah. Mm. So when did you decide to step out of just... Uh, the regular nine to five and just say, Hey, this this not this not for me. I'm not mm-hmm. working for anybody else. Mm-hmm. I need to work for me. Gotcha. And did you go like cold turkey? You just straight up left or did you kinda, you know, like you step away slowly? Yeah. Very slowly. Okay. <laughs> very, very slowly. So so as business started picking up with the websites and stuff, starting making a name for myself, um, I was still working part time. Mm-hmm. Actually no, I was working full time. I landed a job at a web design company called Heaven Group. They were based on based out of New York, but they had a Baton Rouge office. And mm-hmm. so I was the, one of their web designers. And they messed around. Hey, Hunter, if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> they messed around. And they, they we had um, this, this platform called Salesforce. Mm-hmm. Salesforce kind of tells you all the clients that are coming in, all the projects, you know, when they send it out. And so they gave me full access to the platform Mm -hmm. instead of like whatever level I was supposed to be on I had full access to it so I can see what the clients were paying I can see how much they were charging for the projects Mm -hmm. I can see the whole the whole platform all the clients all the salespeople all my job so like I saw the whole system working and I was like y'all are making like ten thousand dollars for this website Mm -hmm. and y'all are paying me like $4,000 a month. Now, was that the norm 
for people to have that much access to the information? Oh, no. Not, not usually. No. Because, <laughs> yeah, right, I'm just saying, right. like, that's... Because right, so I, noticed, I noticed after a few months, I didn't have that access. So it was, oh, okay. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. it was mistake. not on purpose. <laughs> right. it was, it was oh, it was mistake. on a purpose. Yeah. It, was it on just purpose. wasn't on their right. purpose. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I realized, man, this is really what you can make building websites. This is years down the line. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I can't believe they're charging what they're charging. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm building all of these. I'm building, like, 10 to 15 a month. So that's what? What's what's 10 times 15? That's 150? Mm-hmm. Wow. 150K yeah. per month that they're making. And I'm getting, I'm making 4,000 of that? Yeah. Come on. So my eyes were open <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to pursue this. Mm-hmm. And of course, I didn't have what it took to just jump mm-hmm. off the train right then. Mm-hmm. But they ended up moving. They closed the Baton Rouge office and they gave me two options. They said, you can move to New York. Or you can work from home, work remote. I was like, that's perfect. I'm going to stay here, work work remote. I couldn't move. At the time, we had two kids. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. at the Like, that's just, yeah. Yeah. that's not wise. Um, some people would have been like, New York, go. No. Or whatever. No. So I, I stayed <laughs> here and I worked remote, but they gave me the flexibility to, nobody's looking over my shoulder, so yeah. now I can grow my clientele a little more, a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, still wasn't able to go full-time yet. Yeah. Because I just wasn't there yet. I had a job at a church. This job ended. I took a job at a church full time. I was like worship pastor slash creative arts director or whatever. Mm-hmm. I basically was the web designer. <laughs> but I was full time on staff. And I think I told you uh, I don't want to mention the church's name. Because yeah, the story yeah. might get kind of deep. But they were connected to the church. That, that we yeah, attend. Yeah. Right. They were connected mm-hmm. to them. And so... <laughs> I worked there about two years mm-hmm. and I told I told the pastor, I said, Look, I think I wanna pursue my business full time. Would you consider me doing contract? I'll do exactly what I'm doing right now, but just not full time. I do it on a contract basis mm-hmm. and I'll even charge less than my full time salary. Mm-hmm. Um, they was like, Let's have a meeting about it. Mm-hmm. Get to the meeting, I'm feeling good. I'm like, I'm about to have my first contract, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a little visibility. And I put a little plan together. I was like, Okay, I need to make like five, six thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. to sustain my, my livelihood with yeah. this full time. So it was like, I need to close this project, this deal, this deal. I had it lined up, mm-hmm. I knew exactly what I needed to do for the month to make it work. I just needed to execute. So I did have a plan, mm-hmm. I needed to execute. The, the the plan failed immediately or initially because when we got to that meeting, the pastor was like, um, I don't think you need to do your business. You need to stay with us. You need to stay on here full time. I don't think you're a good business person. You know, I don't think you're going to succeed. Like wow. basically just tearing me down, ripping right. me down. Wow. Like it, it was hurtful. It was very hurtful. Somebody who I thought was like supportive. But I mean, the truth of the matter is, when you got something good, you don't want to let it go. Oh, right. You know what I'm That's saying? not the way to do it. And in, right. in my mind, I'm like, I'm good enough to run it for you, but I'm not good enough to do it on my own. But right. anyway, I told him, like, I'm I'm gone. Like, yeah. with, with or without the contract, mm-hmm. this is what I got to do. Um, I put in my notice that day. That was like my, my one-month notice. I got that last month of checks, and that was in June. July, I want to say, was it 2015? I think it was. July 2015. Mm-hmm. That's when I jumped. All and right. I was full time. And um, I closed those deals that were on the table mm-hmm. that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked back since. Hmm. So, how has the journey been? Uh, I 
follow a couple of entrepreneurs and they talk about just that every day, you know, you have your ups and you have your downs. Mm -hmm. Is it fear? Is it doubt? Is that something you have to <laughs> pray away daily? How does it get easier? What's that like? It, it it's a it's a journey and, and it's filled with a lot of fear at first. Mm -hmm. It's filled with a whole lot of fear because it's like if you don't close the deal, if they don't write the check, mm -hmm. you don't get paid. Mm -hmm. Like straight up, ain't no backup. Right. The, the <laughs> back, the backup is gone. Right. Um. So that that first half a year, it was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was because I had a lot of help and I had a lot of support. Mm -hmm. So I had financial help. I had financial support. So I didn't have the struggle of having to make it happen. Like when mm -hmm. when I got my first office building, the the lady there, I was like, look, I'm brand new. What can we do? I noticed y'all need a website. She was like, okay, build us our website and we'll charge you half the rent. Mm -hmm. So my rent was only like $300 a month. That helped me out tremendously. I didn't have to worry about paying this high rent or anything. Um, but as I as I went on and, and started to make more, I remember I had my first $10,000 month. And it was like, okay, this is where we need to be. This mm -hmm. needs to be the floor. Right. Like if we can get here every <laughs> month, we're good. Mm -hmm. The next month I did like ninety four, and then the next month it dropped to like eight thousand, and then it was like six thousand, but it never went. It didn't go too much lower than six thousand, mm -hmm. but it was like okay, I'm kind of seeing some progress. I'm seeing where we're going. I'm seeing seeing where we're headed, and what we what we are now. We we was able to do that first full full year was two thousand sixteen. We we did six figures that year, Amen. and then mm -hmm. last year we did six figures again, which was we went about I think about one fifteen or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so where we are right now, we're at like about one thirty. So we've already exceeded mm -hmm. what we did the previous years, and we're trending like next year. If we have this conversation next year. I want to be able to say, look, we're at about five hundred. Yeah, because that's where it's just a it's just one. Really, it's like one decision that we need to make to go from where we are now to to really, really get to the next level. Uh -huh. And it's just a it's just a level of consistency. Um, it's a level of consistency. But this week was a scary week. Like when I say nobody paid invoices this week, mm. nobody paid invoices this week. I actually just got. I just got a, a invoice that came in like <laughs> like just now while we were sitting here, um, and I was like, I was like, God, what a, what a, what's this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what's going on? Like, yeah. why is nobody paying their invoices? And and I don't know if he said this, but I said this in myself. I was like, if we're gonna get to, if we're gonna get to. Uh, <laughs> he is a very important yeah. person over here right now. If we're gonna get to. To 500, 600K a year. Mm -hmm. That means we have to be at about 50K a month, which is about 12, 11, 12K per week. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, maybe you're letting that, that water bottle, you know, if you, that water balloon when you, as you're filling it up and it just gets full of mm -hmm. water. It's just mm -hmm. full of water. And then when it busts, it just busts open. Yeah. So I think maybe he's just letting the tank get full yeah. so that maybe next week can be like a 12K week. And yeah. so we can kind of experience what life is going to be like, you know, in yeah. a couple of months, you know, to get to where we're going. But it was, this week has been a, a faith walk. And maybe it's for this podcast, but it's been a faith walk. I was like, God, what's going on? Yeah. Like, ain't nobody paying. Is it me? You know, I was like, <laughs> let, me, 
let me let me write this tithe check right quick. You know, because right. I ain't paying my tithes, and I normally do it on Friday. But I was like, should I have done it on Monday? Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, well, um, you know, the Lord doesn't work like that. Right? <laughs> he would not be doing that to you. Come on now, that's crazy. So, because we're talking about numbers, uh, one of my questions is: You are a Christian man. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to use the term a follower of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, how do you like? Count the numbers, right? Because we've mm-hmm. been talking a lot about what goals you have to meet as a company. <clears throat> How do you count those numbers, but still keep God first and like those Christian principles, especially not just getting greedy? Right, <laughs> right. So I, so I bought, I brought this book with me. It's called Business Secrets from the Bible. Oh. and there's a the, <laughs> like, the, the right. Bible. The Bible actually talks about money more than any other topic mm. that it talks about, and we don't. We don't really realize it. We don't talk about it very much in the church. We talk about it some. You know, we mm-hmm. talk about the giving and things mm-hmm. like that. But we don't really talk as much about the prosperity and the abundance mm-hmm. that the Bible talks about. And so the the biggest principle that I got from this book is that earnings and profits um, is God's way of rewarding us for forming mm-hmm. relationships with his people mm-hmm. and serving them faithfully and effectively. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I look at it. I look at when I'm doing business, I'm serving my clients. I'm serving you because I'm really helping you to get to the next level. And, you know, it's kind of like, do you want, mm, look, if, if you're going to buy a car, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If somebody says you want a BMW. Right, mm-hmm. and they say this BMW is two hundred dollars. What's the first thing you're gonna say? What's wrong with What's you? Wrong right. With you? <laughs> What's wrong? Are you with sure it? it's not a W? Right. You pay. You pay for the value that you yes. want to receive, right. mm-hmm. and so that's how I look at it. I'm I'm serving you effectively. I'm helping you get to the next level. So my reward is that payment. You know, the earnings and the profits that I'm working for. I'm not stealing it from you. Right. I'm working yeah. to earn your business, and that's that's how I look at it. And I also look at it as I'm a giver, you know, and I, yeah. I believe one of my gifts is giving. Mm-hmm. And so if I do if I do 100K mm-hmm. a year and I give 10% and then maybe I give another 10% freely, mm-hmm. that's $20,000 I can give to the kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I did a million, <laughs> I can, see, like, I can see, give Lord, see, right. 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 So so the more so the more the more numbers you get mm-hmm. is how you can serve more people. Those are yeah. numbers, the number of people that you can serve. The more money you make, those numbers, the more money you can give to help the kingdom, you know. Yeah. Money is just a uh it's just a positive resource that we use to help ourselves and to help others. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump on the other side uh <laughs> of this. What's your least favorite part of of uh, being an entrepreneur, and what helps you keep what helps you to stay motivated? My least favorite part is collections. Okay, <laughs> right. Asking for your don't money. Don't be having to run up nobody Ask, behind your money. Right. Chasing the money. Right. I, I I don't like chasing right. the money. Like like you just said, you shouldn't have to. You got right. a good or service. Right. So, right. Yeah. I delivered. Yeah. Why Why are you making me chase it? Yeah. That's that's my biggest. I don't like it. I don't mind asking for it because mm. I have creative ways of asking yeah. for it. But after I've asked creatively two or three times, mm-hmm. it's like, what's up? Right. Right. Now I'm about to roll up on you. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? Right. Jesus, no. <laughs> hey, Jesus, no. <laughs> Jesus paid it all, but energy ain't trying to hit it. Right? No, they're not. Not at all. 
right? You know, I'm just let's be real, okay? Correct. <laughs> and that there have been there have been websites that I've had to shut down because yeah. of non-payment. And I don't like doing it. And that's crazy. One day it's like, go visit my website. Uh, Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not up anymore. I do it nicely. I put up a nice little landing page that says, you know, we build freaking amazing websites with our logo on it. And they click our logo and they come back to our website. But, like, they they know what it means. And other people know what it means. Oh, it says under construction. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You're under non-payment. Right. I yeah. did that one time years ago. Yeah. It's like, this website has been taken down due to non-payment. And I was like, that's not right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you got to hit people with the truth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to do that. So that's your least favorite part. That's my least yeah. favorite okay. part. Okay. And then I think the other part was what's your favorite? No, what, what helps you to stay motivated to keep yeah. going. Even when you have to chase that. So pretty much like, what's your why? My yeah. my why is my family. Yeah. That's that's my why. Um, shout out to Nikaila Traz. We've been married for 16 years. Wow. A awesome. long, long time. Shout out. Um, yes. And my that's t- your wife cutting up, uh, cutting up for uh, praise and worship? That's, that's Man, yes. look. She yeah. be tearing it up. That's her. <laughs> yes. That, that's, that's my why. And then I also, I have a mission to help 100 entrepreneurs get the six figures. Okay. And that's another part of my why. Right. Like, I really want to help my clients get to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I do what I do. And that's really dope for to hear you say that, like, help six other entrepreneurs. <clears throat> because usually sometimes, and... It's sad that I have to say this, but like in a black community, we get something and we try to keep it to ourselves. We mm-hmm. never share it. Like, so if I get a million and I can help you get a million, you right. can help the next person get it. We could all, we could all have a million. Right. Like, it's really money to be made out here. And I think right. I realized that and we all should like with this social media craze, like mm-hmm. people are like, you can sell anything. Yeah. You can. If people, you know, like you. Mm-hmm. Like, Even if they don't like you. True. I mean, think about how much track, like, just going in the secular world, think about how much, like, track uh, Kanye is getting right now. He getting, it's from, the, it's negative and positive, right? But people going out to, if they didn't know who Kanye was, That's they're going to look him up, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to look up what he's doing or what he's not doing and, like, that's mm-hmm. just getting him publicity yep. i mean positive and i'm so glad that you said that because also in the same youtube video you were doing like a i guess a workshop that i was uh, watching i don't know the name of it i'm sorry but the video i was just watching um freaking amazing master class was that it okay That's what the workshop was called. okay um you were talking about personal branding a little bit mm-hmm. so how much does personal branding matter um in the small business sector i would say because you know, I think when you think about huge companies, I'm like, mm-hmm. this personal, do people really care who's behind it? Like, when we found out the um, CEO of Amazon or oh. was a <laughs> that man supporter. Right. You know, it doesn't stop me from logging on to Amazon. So, you know, and I just think about the Bible, how, you know, our lives, which is our daily brand, mm-hmm. um, is the biggest... Um, tell all for for God and getting people to the kingdom. So how much does personal brand matter? Per, personal brand is huge. Okay. It's, it's huge. And I'm going to kind of 
I'm a slightly. It's gonna sound like I'm contradicting something that you said a, a minute ago, but I'm not because what what you were talking about, you were talking about attention, whether it's positive or negative, mm-hmm. whether they like you or don't like you, you can get their attention. Mm-hmm. But as far as like buying people, people buy people only buy from people that do th- three things: they know, like, and trust. So mm-hmm. they have to know you, then they have to like you, and then they have to trust you. Um, if they know you, they'll listen to you. If they like you, they'll listen to you. But they're not going to give you their dollars unless they trust you. And so that's that's what personal brand is all about. And the way I built my business was when I started building my personal brand, I noticed that my business started growing. So you'll hear me talk less and less about Design Baton Rouge. And you just hear me talking more about what I do and mm-hmm. how I can help you. Mm-hmm. And it's really people are buying me. But once they come to me and they get introduced to me, they realize that I have a whole team Mm -hmm. and that really now I probably only spend 20 percent of my time building websites. Other people build websites on my team, Mm -hmm. but I do the beginning part. I deal with the clients. You know, I I close the deals. I make sure I get the payment in. Mm -hmm. I do all the creative branding and the creative, you know, the vision. And then I just pass that vision on to the team. Um, but people are doing business with me. Yeah. You know, right. Like the name of my business could change tomorrow and it could still be successful. Right. Oh, well, okay then. Right. A to the men. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the um, biggest misconception about starting your own business? The biggest misconception about starting your yeah. own business. That's a hard one. Even on the positive or the negative side. You know, I think a lot of people think it's easy. Yeah. I was going to say that. <laughs> people, do, people do think it's easy. Yeah. yeah. It's not easy. It's, it's <laughs> not easy at all. It's hard work. Um, today's Saturday. Yeah. I had a meeting with a client today, this mm-hmm. morning. Oh, wow. Because that's the only time he can meet. Mm-hmm. So, it was like I needed to be flexible and meet with him, you know. So, I sacrificed my my one day off because mm-hmm. as you guys know I work on Sundays too mm-hmm. at the church. Yeah. So I sacrificed my one day off to do that meeting and then also we're we're recording a podcast on a Saturday. You right. know, like all three of us we could be doing anything right now. Mm-hmm. But because we got goals and we got things that we want to accomplish we're sacrificing time away from family, friends, mm-hmm. bed. Mm. <laughs> Even if you they know. broke. Right? You know what? That's a whole other story. All of that stuff. So, right. so it, re- it requires a lot of sacrifice. Um, and nobody's going to give you anything. You got to work for everything that you get in yeah. business. Yeah. That is important. Yeah. I uh, came into this thinking that this would be easy with just hmm, record a couple podcasts and engage some people. Folks on the internet, you know, that's work. And it, it you have to be intentional. Like, yeah. you definitely have to be intentional. And then social media is scary. Like, mm-hmm. they have some crazy people out there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it was, is a lot more work yeah. than I think people think. Yeah. Even on a, um, you know, I never refer to what we do as a business, more like a passion project. But even on that level, especially if you want people to hear what you're doing, mm-hmm. you do have to be out there. And, you know, neither one of us are really um, extremely social in that way. Yeah. Like, social media social, which is, like, stretching yes. us sometimes. Uh, super stretching. <laughs> super stretches, Brandy. It stretches both of us from time to time because it's like, okay, now I have to interact. And, you know, I'm very good on, like, a one-on-one. Like, let's get in here. But, you know, so I can only imagine gotcha. doing what you do. Right. Yeah. 
how much more it's like, uh, yeah. like waking up and just trying to figure out new ways to like be recognized and get business. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say this: another another big misconception you just helped me to realize is you can't do everything mm-hmm. like you have to focus mm-hmm. on what you want to do and i say this all the time if you chase two rabbits both of them will get away right so you have to focus <laughs> on the one rabbit that you want to get and just chase it when i first got a, when i first got started i wanted to be the one-stop shop you know mm-hmm. i wanted to do websites i want the graphics i want to print t-shirts i wanted to print business cards print mm-hmm. flyers print banners you know, anything that a business needed, mm-hmm. I was calling myself trying to do it for them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, it, I got to the point to where I realized, though I might be helping you, like I might help you with your website and I did your business cards and I did your banner and I did your t-shirts mm-hmm. and everything you need for business, you were coming to me and I was like, I'll take care of that for you. And I'm calling around, you know, who can print a tablecloth for Kindling? Or I found somebody for you. I ordered for you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be $160 and I might charge you ten dollars mm-hmm. extra, so I charge you one seventy. But now I'm driving across town to pick it up mm-hmm. for you, then driving to you to deliver it for you, and I made ten dollars minus the gas, so I really didn't make any right. money right. minus the time that I could have been working on other things. And so, where whereas my four or five clients that were benefiting from it, they felt good. You know, you're the one stop shop, man. Mm-hmm. You're the man. The truth of the matter is, I had zero focus. And I was making zero profit mm. and wearing myself out, yeah. you know. So don't try to do everything. Only focus on what you do well and focus on what's going to, where can you help people the most and the best. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you should focus first. Doesn't mean you can't do other things and add on, mm-hmm. but just be smart and wise about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good leeway into my question. What advice would you give a young uh I guess, person that's interested in marketing and web design and entrepreneurship. Get a mentor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Definitely get a mentor um, and listen to the mentor. Yeah. You know, there's people that's been doing this longer than you, people that's been, that want to give you knowledge that that are, looking for people that are hungry to understand and to learn i have many mentors i have mentors now to this day Mm -hmm. and i'm always going to them and asking them you know telling them i'm having a problem with this situation how would you solve it and they have so many answers that i i didn't even know to ask Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like i didn't even know that was an option but Mm -hmm. now you just gave that to me um, and now my business is going to the next level because of one thing you told me so definitely get a mentor so, do you mentee? I do mentee. <laughs> I do mentee. I have I have one particular mentor. His name is Shama. Uh-huh. Shout out to Shama. Right, he's Shama. he's gonna listen to this. He <laughs> listens to everything I do. He actually works for me now. Okay. Um, he does my media stuff. But um, I'm just he's an open he's an open vessel, and he lets me pour into him mm-hmm. without you know it's a hundred percent trust. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes I have to tell him things that hurt. You know, mm-hmm. I have to tell him things that might hurt his feelings, but it's going to make him a better person. It's going to help him become a better man. Absolutely. And um, he'll talk to me. He was like, you know, that kind of hurt my feeling, but I trust you and I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I get to explain to him the reason I did it like this was because X, Y, Z. I'd rather your feelings be hurt right now by exactly. me than later else. on yeah. somebody telling you, you know, are you really messing up a deal or something mm-hmm. like that? That could have ended up being like the deal of your life and you messed it up because 
you were talking too much. Mm-hmm. Talk less, ask more questions. Mm-hmm. You know, like in this in this situation, you guys are asking the questions and I'm doing the talking. This is weird for me because mm-hmm. I'm usually the one saying, why do you need a website? Yeah. <laughs> and then sitting back and listening and writing notes. Yeah. Yeah. So now you get to be on the other end. Yes. So, so Shama, hit us up. We're right. Gonna <laughs> so for those of us uh, that still work for the man, whoever the man is, uh, <laughs> but want to just be a boss in our field, maybe not start our own, what are some um, things that we can take away from like what an entrepreneur does that we should be doing mm-hmm. on a daily basis at work? You can always build your personal brand. Yeah. So whatever you're doing at work, you can be the queen of, what do you do? I am a school counselor. Shout out to my babies. You can be the (laughs) queen school counselor. You know, you can be the person that gives advice to other other counselors or like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can blog about it. This is what I went through. And I'm sure you can't use names, but you can use situations you know you can blog about certain situations Mm -hmm. um you can give tips on all that stuff and then it could turn into a situation to where you become like a consultant you know what i'm saying like you just you just never know but you can always work on your personal brand and it don't have to be related to your your job it Mm -hmm. can be related to your passion you're doing it now yeah you know so you can do a passion project you can do a side hustle yeah you know Okay. Mm-hmm. Go buy stuff at garage yes. sales and flip it. <laughs> See, that's what I'm probably won't be doing. But <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> so you have babies, mm-hmm. well, teenager babies, right. um, <laughs> still babies. So what lessons that you hope that your children carry to their children, and you know, mm-hmm. for generations to come? What lessons are you teaching them now from your experiences? I'm I'm teaching them how to sell, mm-hmm. so they're already becoming sales salespeople. Mm-hmm. My my oldest son, who's now 15, mm-hmm. he's a producer. Okay, and he has <laughs> he has two two deals already that he's gotten pretty much on his own. I I taught him how to how to do in Instagram marketing, like DM marketing and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's hitting up all these artists and different things. And like so, he had one deal that paid him like. It, it was a lot for a fourteen year old, but it was like a thousand dollars for four beats, which yeah. was which was good. If right. I'm fourteen, I'm right. a thousand dollars. Right for four beats. You tell me nothing. He has a, all, all, right, thousand dollars. <laughs> right. He has a deal on the table right now, which the artists and all this stuff will, will remain nameless right now. But it's basically he's going to get a a uh what's what's like some upfront like a deposit or whatever mm-hmm. he's gonna get about twenty five hundred dollars up front and he gets a royalty of four percent on whatever the the sales do mm-hmm. plus he gets he owns fifty percent of the song mm-hmm. and this is a this is a well known artist and it's this artist has went platinum four times oh, already. That's awesome. This that record awesome. probably will go platinum, and he he has an opportunity to make between twenty to fifty thousand dollars from one beat. Right. From one beat. So he's already <laughs> right. <laughs> we, we need to make some beats, girl. Right. He's already he's already walking into it. Y'all can that's look right. him up. It's lilkdub.com. Lilkdub. Dot com. All right. Well, okay, well shout out to you, Lil K Doug. Keep 
working. Right. That's great. That's, That's awesome. so awesome. And amazing. So going to that and kind of back to something we were talking I said about the earlier. Name wrong. L-I-L-K-D-U-B-B.com. Okay. That's what it is. Say it, right. say it right, Dad. Now, yeah. come on. Get his Get plug, plug right. 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 <laughs> All right. So, going back to something we mentioned earlier and along the lines of this, how important is college for your kids or at least the message of going to college? I know when we were growing up and probably, like you said, you too, mm-hmm. it was you got to go to college. Mm-hmm. You got to go to college. When well, now that um, Navient and right. uh fair loans right mm-hmm. knocking my door so, every day mm-hmm. you know looking for me in the daytime mm-hmm. with a flashlight mm-hmm. i have vowed that whenever i have children i am not i just can't push college unless they can push a scholarship that's or unless they can be out here like your baby making beats like okay. making money okay right. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't getting no loans we, we can't uh-uh. i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be able to do it i think college is important but i don't think college is the end all be all yeah um so i learned a lot of lessons from college but it wasn't it had nothing to do with what i'm doing right now Mm -hmm. you know i learned a lot of social skills from college Mm -hmm. i had fun in college i was in the band in college so to me college is it's a it's about the experience Mm -hmm. but they really are not teaching us how to really excel in life like Mm -hmm. college does not do that um you feel good. You get the degree. Yeah. You feel good about the degree, but I ain't use. I ain't never used my degree. Right. My degree has not helped me. <laughs> you know. It, so my degree helped me get one deal mm-hmm. because it's hanging up on my wall, and the guy came and sat down. It's like, oh, you went to LSU. Well, yeah, you graduated. <laughs> I graduated okay. in two thousand two. Oh, we were on campus at the same time, and so it started a conversation. Mm. But that's about it. Yeah. You know. So you didn't really use it. And that's what we hear from a lot of people. Like, they don't use their degrees. And I don't, you know, want to say everybody should go out and start your own business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's not also everybody's lane. Right. right. But I think we need to start having that conversation that mm-hmm. you don't have to go to college. <laughs> to be successful. Especially right. in this day and age. Yeah. You're so much more likely if you have a business already um, or a following. You know, unfortunately, that's where we're at. You know, mm-hmm. that... You can make real money, mm-hmm. you know, without the debt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And not not only that, like you can you can for for instance, if you know you want to do a certain thing, mm-hmm. you can take an online course and really learn how to really really do that thing mm-hmm. in about six months. So now you're eighteen, you graduated, nineteen, you can start in the workforce versus waiting four years to twenty one and then mm-hmm. trying to go find a job and doing it. So. That that's my take on it, but I mean, I, I tell them too. I'm paying for college right now because I pay for one of the dance company, so you get you a dance degree. <laughs> right. I'm paying for private school, so you make sure you get you an academic or some right. type of basketball scholarship, mm-hmm. right? And be able to pay for college. That's right. Hello, you got to work too, right. children. <laughs> uh, so, all right, going into wrapping this up, although mm-hmm. it's been fabulous. Yes, um, a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. What does your day look like, specifically your morning routine? Because I've heard you talk about that yes, a little bit girl. and how that has changed your life. Right. So tell us it so our life can change. Okay. In the audience. Yes, that's why I meant when I said our oh, people. Okay. You know? okay. So <laughs> I do I do this morning routine. It's called 2020-20. So 2020 goes like this. I wake up super early, too. So I wake up at about 4.30 every morning. Ooh, um, like... 4.30 a.m.? 4.30 a.m. Team 4 a.m.? Every, every single morning. Every so I walk you every single morning, except for the day I slept an extra hour because my son had homecoming last night and I was tired. Aww. But pretty much every morning, and my morning goes like this. I have my alarm set to um, Bless by, uh, man, what's the dude's name? Um, 
Find it, find it, because I need Plus some song. In the sea. It's not even that a gospel one? song. Oh, oh. Nah. oh. What's the guy's name? Hold up. We don't know, because we never heard of it. Hold up. I'm about to look it up. He's finding it. Let's just all be patient. Yes. <laughs> blessed. It goes, uh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Oh yeah. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I know who you're talking blessed. about. I can't think of his name. I don't know why right now. But any but anyway, that's that's my Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson. How could I not? Uncle Charlie? Yes, Uncle Charlie. Yes, Uncle Uncle Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> How man, that's my favorite. Yeah. That right there. Yeah. So that wakes me up. That wakes me up every single morning. And I listen. That it sounds play. like a morning song. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a great song. I listen to it every single morning and I and I, I just let those words get into me. Um and I'm just walking around brushing my teeth, saying I'm blessed, you know, mm-hmm. and do my little my little bathroom stuff in the morning. And then I I go and I do I do ten push ups, mm-hmm. like just to kind of get my heart rate up. Mm-hmm. And then I switch it and I go to the Bible app and whatever the, the verse for the day is or the chapter mm-hmm. for the day. I put that on, and then while I'm putting on my shoes, I put my ear pods on, I walk outside, I stretch, and then I continue listening to that chapter until it's over. Mm-hmm. But I start walking, and I walk for 20 minutes. So it's 20, 20, 20. I walk for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and I listen to, and I recite an affirmation every mm-hmm. morning. So I do different ones. I actually have an affirmation on my podcast mm-hmm. and on my YouTube, but I do different affirmations. Mm-hmm. And then I'm basically just affirming what I am so Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm blessed I'm I live in abundance I have confidence today's going to be a great day you Mm -hmm. know it gets me grateful it gets me in a good frame of mind Mm -hmm. you know and if you if you're feeling good if you're grateful about your day you're normally going to have a good day because you have positivity Mm -hmm. and there's one part of the affirmation that says today is going to be a perfect day and um, at first, I had a hard time saying that because I was like, it can't be a perfect day. Like, something's going to go wrong. Mm-hmm. But now, it's going to be a perfect day. No matter what happens, mm-hmm. it's a perfect day. So, that's my first 20 minutes. And then I do 20 minutes of reflection. I normally pray while I'm walking, too. Mm-hmm. So, I, I change the 20, 20, 20 up. So, I do the affirmation and then I'll pray. Sometimes, I pray during the affirmation, like, because I know it so well and it'll be going and I'll just start thanking God for the day, you know, thanking mm-hmm. for the, the new business that's coming and all this. Then I, I get back after the walk and I do 20 minutes of journaling. So I kind of write about what I thought about the walk, the things that, that got in my mind and I plan my day for the business. So I'm like, okay, I need to contact this client. I need to finish this website. I need to send this invoice. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. So I know exactly what I need to do. And then I plan out my day for my team, too. So I'll need Bethany to do this. I need Shama to do this. I need Roms to do this. Mm-hmm. So I just plan out my day and I journal for 20 minutes. And then after that, I do some type of learning. So I either put on a YouTube video where mm-hmm. I'm learning a new sales skill or learning or an audio book, you know, and every single day. So that means 20 minutes a day I'm praying or journaling. Or moving, so I get my exercise mm-hmm. in, and it's not always heavy, heavy exercise, mm-hmm. but it's consistent. Yeah, yeah, it's consistent, and so and I'm learning something for 20 minutes every day, so that's a lot of learning. Yeah, yep, that's dope. That's really dope. Um, and people talk a lot about morning routines and how they're so awesome, and blah, but you know, I need to get on it because I feel like <laughs> it will like step your game up in life. It will. Yeah. And I have a little morning routine, but I don't. Uh, I don't think I spend enough like quiet time just thinking, like how you were saying, like journaling um, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
So I need to incorporate that. It's liberating. Yeah. I, I have so much clarity every day. Like I know mm. exactly what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point to where when when hurdles come in and it's like, I need to do this, I'm like, oh no, hold up. Can we do this Monday? Like mm. let's put let's get it on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to get as much stuff on the calendar as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't feel like like people get really antsy and just like, Oh, I gotta do this. It's not frantic. You stay in no, the calm space. Yeah, I stay in, yeah. I stay in the calm space. Yeah. I don't. I don't allow other people's emergencies become my I'm emergencies. Priority, right. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yes, I love it. I, I think I have that in my office somewhere, saying that your your fail to plan is not my emergency. Exactly. Like I like. I like Sorry. that. Yeah. So, um, and we kind of talked about this too. What um, have you just been on constantly since you got into the groove? Have you had any stretch of period where it was like, hello, Ramaya, like, where are you? <laughs> and how did you refocus if you had that? I, I had a I had a period where I was unfocused before I started doing the 2020. Okay. And I just told, I actually told Ronaldo, I was like, man, I'm just out of the zone. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I think I'm about to move offices because I, I need to change the scenery. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm not, I'm not in it. But I know I know I'm not about to quit because I'm not about to go work on nobody's job. So I got to do this, and it was just that change. Like the day I moved offices, it was like it clicked back on. You know, it was instantly back on. And like I said, this week has been a trying week. Mm-hmm. But I never I never stopped. You know what I'm saying? I never stopped. I got unmotivated. But I just was like I saw I wrote in my journal. I'll never say I'm worried. But I'll be like, I'm concerned <laughs> about <laughs> what's going on. Is it yeah. me? What am I doing that that I should be doing? What am I yeah. not doing? Um, but it, but you always got businesses about trying and trying and yeah. trying and, and keep going. It's about not giving up. It's about, you know, right when you were about to quit, that's right when the breakthrough is coming mm-hmm. through. Mm-hmm. So you just got to keep pushing through. Yeah. Wow, I like that that you use. I'm concerned, <laughs> especially because the Bible tells us over and over, "Do not worry, do not mm-hmm. worry." I feel like that's a little loophole word. Like, yeah, Lord, I'm not worried. Right. I'm just a little concerned. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start using that with him. <laughs> anyway, uh-uh. Right? He's like, you can't fool me. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, and so, uh, last question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about how. You would tell a young aspiring entrepreneur get a, a mentor, mm-hmm. you know, first and foremost. What would you say, um, you know, because I think that could go to a person who's like, yes, I'm ready to start. What would you say to the person who has a business brewing in their soul mm-hmm. um, but has not jumped out there yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I was looking at you. Uh, how would you tell? What would you tell them to do? Uh, what would be your advice? And then two. What is like the number one character trait that you think you need as an entrepreneur? Okay, good questions. Yeah. So the first thing I would tell you is, and I did a video series a long time ago when I first started building my personal brand. Um, you gotta start making money. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you if you think you have a business, it's not a business if you can't make money. So before you do anything, before you go get the LLC, before you start building a website, before you get business cards printed, all of that stuff, like 
sell it first. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. get a couple of people if it's a service. Get a couple of people that you're doing it for, whether it's friends, family, or whatever. Start making money from it. And that was the process I went through before it was a business. I sold a website. You know, somebody needed They paid me $300. Like, wow, I can make money doing this. Mm -hmm. Because you have to develop your confidence and you have to actually believe it's possible. And so once you believe it's possible, then you you can have the confidence to keep going to the next level. Mm -hmm. And with that being said... To have to sell something, I think selling is the number one skill needed for any business. Because if you don't have sales, you don't make money. If you don't make money, you don't exist. So, and a salesperson just needs to be fearless. You, you, you it's a, it's a skill. Like you, yeah. you can be fearless, <laughs> but you have to know. You, you have to ask the right questions. You yeah. know, you have to know how to, how to overcome objections. Anybody can learn how to sell. Like, there's YouTube videos that teach you mm-hmm. how to sell. But no matter what you're doing, even this podcast, like, you have to sell people to listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, sales is the, that's the number one thing. You yeah. don't have to be pushy. Like, I'm not pushy at all. Yeah. But I'm a really good salesperson because people like me. I used to talk about it like how I talk kind of slow. Mm-hmm. But now it works to my benefit because it just makes me, it's more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I'm not fast talking. Right. You know, I'm talking slow. I talk down to your level. I never talk tech talk. I always translate the talk into something that's right. relevant. Layman terms. Right. Relatable. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, I think about the sales. Well, it's different level, but like in the mall where they want to like flat iron your high- hair. Girl, and you be like, Becca, <laughs> don't touch my hair with that. And not to say that they have it, that they're doing it good, but at least they can approach you. Mm-hmm. You know, the first step is being able to be like, hey, right. so my name is Kendallin. <laughs> can I flat iron your hair? <laughs> Versus like know. looking at all the people walk by like, I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, well, before we go, you have so many amazing things that you are a part of. And uh, we have this awesome book that I cannot wait to read. You can build a freaking amazing website, even if you have zero creative ability. You know what? This is good. So tell us a little bit about that book and then let the people know like where they can find you. Okay. All right. So so the book is all about the process of building a website. And that's mm. why you can do it even if you have zero creative ability. It's about telling your story. It's about um, telling your why, your reason. It's about listing out your products and your services and then benefits versus features. What does it do? How does it help the people that you're helping? Um, And then it kind of gets into the techie stuff, which if you're scared or you don't really want to get into the techie stuff, you know, we have a team that we can help do that part for you. But we also show you how you can do it yourself. And um, the book is actually officially launching for my birthday weekend, it's just this oh, month. So we this got exclusive. My birthday is October twenty eighth. Happy and birthday! Thank you. Happy thank you. Birthday to you. So, um, <laughs> I guess anybody that that listens to this podcast early can still get it, but mm. I'm gonna be giving my book away for free that week. Mm. The, the digital copy, yeah, and it's at at freakingamazingwebsite.com. Okay, that's the domain name. Um, so I'll be doing that launch. It's going to be pretty cool. Y'all will be a part of it, too. Well, thank you. Yes, this is so awesome. I love it. Black man doing big things. Okay. All right, so where can the people find you? Social media. Okay, social media, everything is at Ramaya Trask. It's R-E-M-I-A-H-T-R-A-S-K. I like Instagram. I like Facebook. Those are my two favorite platforms. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been really awesome and enlightening. I have energy. I feel like I'm going to go 
start a business. Post on Instagram? Yes. Let me, let me start there. Yeah. For you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Well, until next time, remember, God is in the details.